Maggie Kip. I'm a Maggie Kip. I'm here to blow up the liberals' list. School shootings, both fires, and vaccines. Today, it is really hard to be a teen. Now, listen up, Greta. This message is for you. We are warriors of God, and we're praying for you. How dare you? How dare you? Spread fear with your ego, but the truth is where we go. Our human rights come from God, not government. Brainwash puppet, you were sent. You liberals act. Really, really strange, but MAGA kids are now in the game. Unity and peace is our prize. We hold our president way up high. Like an eagle, we will take flight. In God we trust. MAGA kids fight. In God we trust. MAGA kids fight. Wow. Wow. What I said was, what other theme song do you think we would play? Well, I didn't know. Maybe you had like Knight Rider in there or something oh. really fun. I you can know. play that song? I don't know. Probably don't like copyright-wise, it might be problematic, but... Uh, we don't care about copyrights. Not me, man. I'm a, I'm a copy wrong Fuck. kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah. That's me. That's a good place to be. That's right. Let them uh, find me. <laughs> come and get me. Yeah, come and get me. Uh... What's the Greek phrase that people have, that the uh, gun people have, like Molon Lobby or something like that? Or, you ever see that? Are you talking about anal sex? <laughs> hmm. No. Oh, no? Okay. <laughs> Just so earnestly. <laughs> Is that what you're talking about? I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a talking? Greek guy, you know. Is that what you're talking about? Like, it's either like spinach stuff <laughs> or that's all I know about. And like, uh, you know. I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about delicious food wrapped up in a little uh, phyllo crust. It's uh, right. Yeah, I was talking about some sort of gun thing, but you know, whatever. Are we on the air right now? Or? Are we talking about Jim Mitchell? Ah, are we talking about Jim? Uh, I'm a bitch, Mitchell. Is that us right now? <laughs> I think that is us. We're we just dropping truths about a local newspaper publisher who needs <sighs> to eat my ass raw. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We sure are. That's crazy that we're talking about a local newspaper publisher, Jim Mitchell, mm-hmm. who is a bitchel. Yes. He is, in fact, the biggest bitchel of them all. You could say he's a bitchel. We did just say that. Ah. A couple times. We uh, can keep saying it, though. I really like saying it. Me too, mostly because it's true. It is true. And it feels he's good. a big bitch. His family came to Ellis Island, <clears throat> and they were like, oh, Mitchell, that's not going to fly. He's going to be bitchel now. And that's right. You're bitchel now. Yeah. So we really hate the Malden Advocate here at uh, the Softball Podcast. The Malden Advocate, uh, published by. Oh, is Jim Bichal? Yes. Bichali. Bichali. Jim Pajali. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'm jolly to call you a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like that, Jim. Is it like that? Just like that. We're just ripping him up. God damn. Um, God damn, we got you, you fucking bastard. We really don't like him. Mm-mm. We really don't like him. He sucks. He's a shitty He's a shitty newspaper guy. Mm-hmm. And you would think a newspaper guy, oh, he's probably an erudite scholar. No, he's just a guy who wears leather jackets and posts memes about Michelle Obama being uh, transsexual or something. You know? That was him? He did that? Just a lot of like insane Obama things, and I would reply like, "Oh, here's a Snopes article about why this email forward from like 2011 is wrong," and he'd be like, "Oh, fuck, whatever," you know. So he's a cool <laughs> guy who's not an idiot and not a partisan, and uh, definitely someone I would want 
in charge of a local media operation that is was he big with the uh the the town sparkies the uh the radio guys yeah I, he the one in particular i'm thinking of who <laughs> li- lives lives in his mom's basement kind of yeah that seems to be the vibe is like yeah the uh like god the townie the uh forgotten townies that god damn, are I revolting fucking, i fucking miss living in the city jim and i uh go way back you do yeah uh, i used to cover malden that's my job in malden he offered me a, a thing to cover city council for malden okay and i declined at the time because mm-hmm. uh i felt like i should be looking for full-time work and sure uh, yeah and not be working for a paper that's like 95% ads and uh, shitty writing. Yeah, exactly. And just... Mostly editorializing kind of thing. Pretty yeah. much Jim covering for his friends. And okay. uh, Jim, I hadn't thought about him for a while, but I had been following this mayoral election and I saw him. He was one of the panelists at the first mayoral debate. And I thought all of his <laughs> questions were very similar to uh, questions that a certain white supremacist former city councilor we may have made fun of on the show before in robot form, Neil Kennan. Was that making fun of? Well, no, it was a scientific endeavor, I think. Yeah. It was I to see we were, if we could we were, make... That we were just honoring him. Yeah. Okay. Well, so sure. He, That's he, what the legal team says. We so, were honoring him. So Neil Kennan fed uh, Jim Bitchell all these, uh, all, these, all these questions. Okay. Sure. Uh, uh, allegedly. <laughs> Well, it just seemed like Neil Cannon bought Fed. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was, I was being a little saucy, Mike, and I found Jim's email online. And while he was doing the panel, I messaged him and asked him if Neil Cannon was writing all of his questions. You fucking cow. Um, and you know, God, did you really call him a cow? I knew wow. I knew it would piss him off because he'd be like, I'm a fucking cow. You're a fucking cow. And what happened? He went immediately from my weight, which is funny because your wife's in cinema. <clears throat> and he replies, cow, are you actually emailing yourself, pussy? Whoa. Now, what was really funny to me about that oh, was shit. he didn't put a comma after yourself. So it was kind of like, are you emailing yourself pussy? And I'm <laughs> like, yeah, constantly. You ever see my Twitter account, buddy? Then he follows up that email with, why are you so jealous? Stay puff. Yeah, I guess referring to the two marshmallow in, man. Two in a row. Yeah, he's really coming at me. Um, oh, he was coming. All right. You're so sad. Good riddance, bitch. That's what he says to me. Now you said that to Chris Caesar, you're in trouble. Barking up the wrong tree, Jim <laughs> Bitchell. When you said that to Chris Caesar. And what Chris Caesar says is, ha, 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 ha. Jealous of the job offer you made me that I turned down? I'm good, Pops. <laughs> pops. FYI, you aren't supposed to deep throat Neil Kinnon's boot. <laughs> Get two in the weeds here. He uh, accuses me of making up the job offer. And I tell him I have the text messages where he made it. Asks me why I'm obsessed with homoerotic fantasies. For the bootlicking joke. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. I'm obsessed with being gay with Jim Bitchell. So I'm glad he asked me that because finally gave me a chance to You're address totally, it publicly. Yeah. And uh, so I told him, you know, you I have these texts. He told me I have these emails. Loser. And I said, oh, the emails of which I've already posted screenshots of on <laughs> Facebook. Very frightening. 
And all of this was a build up to Jim's reply, <laughs> which is one of the crowning achievements of my <laughs> local trolling. Stop the harassment, Chris. Now you've crossed the line. Oh, boy. This began last night with an expletive. And now it's turned to hate speech no. at a newspaper publisher. I'll be contacting the authorities. Oh, no. If you attempt to contact me again. Signed, James Bitchell. <laughs> oh, you hate to see it, Chris. It's very upsetting. And I replied, laughing my ass off. Oh, no, an expletive. Now who's the pussy dumbass? Smell you later. Um, <laughs> and you're going to be smelling me very soon, Jim. So this is the caliber of genius that we're hanging, you know, the guy who's reading Dredge Report. I think that's the, is that the second time this year we've been threatened to have the FBI called on us? What was the first time? Bo? <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, he said the authority. I assume the cops. Oh, okay, okay. Bo did threaten the actual FBI. Well, he did, he did say that he reported us to the cybercrime division <laughs> of the FBI. And he snitch tagged us to the FBI. I could honestly see Jim bringing this to the police. Just a yeah, he's a newspaper publisher. A yeah, I called him a cow, and he's engaging me and calling me like a pussy and shit. Oh, that's and uh, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm quoting you. And he was like, I'm calling the police. <laughs> that's this reasonable, Mister Newspaper Man over here. That's the logical uh, escalation of, <laughs> of that particular situation. There was a part of me that wanted the police to come into my house and be like, did you call Jim Mitchell a cow? And be like, yes. And they would probably high five. High five. Nice job. Yeah. So Jim, uh, just to set the stage, he's a, an awful man who mm -hmm. is a pussy and sucks. And yeah. his newspaper sucks. And it's just a organ for whatever regressive horseshit he wants to support mm -hmm. in any number of communities in the area seems like a lot of his article a lot of the articles that are posted here mostly written by the same person yeah because he can't afford um any <laughs> new staff necessarily and that's the problem i guess he might want to talk to somebody named jeff lawrence actually <laughs> maybe want to Maybe he might want, maybe, maybe he might need a job. Yeah, Jeffy, why haven't you been on the show lately? Yeah, Jeffy boy. We'll have, we'll reach out after the okay. show, but yeah, yeah, we'll make sure Jeff gets on. Whoever is writing for them, whatever, I'm not trying to shit on them. Because mm -hmm. I, I worked at a paper like this where it was like one publisher who just wanted to impress all of his friends and protect all of his buddies at city council. <clears throat> and sure. it sucks. Sure. And sometimes you fight against it and sometimes you win and sometimes you don't. That being said, Jim Mitchell, I am... Announcing today that I have formally uh, requested a court change your name from Jim Mitchell to Jim Mitchell. Yeah. We filed the papers. We filed the papers. And if you want to contest it, we will see you in Malden Court. Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday, I guess. You, the judge seemed pretty which, cool with it. So. Which Tuesday it is, you can guess. Yeah. Bitchel. Ask your lawyer. <laughs> yeah, he, Jim Jim's just an awful guy with an awful paper. Mm -hmm. They did comment on parts of the uh, the mayor's race. The candidates ripped each other on different issues throughout the campaign. And their supporters followed their lead and took to social media sites to post rants and tedious exchanges. <laughs> that ranged from mildly insulting, mm, not ours, no. to vile. Those yeah, are ours. That was <laughs> yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah. That, you could have just said this awful podcast. <laughs> I know that Jim would be loath <laughs> too, but... 
You could have just said uh, mm-hmm. a podcast made Matheson sound like he was having diarrhea on ah. TV. That would have been cool, but yeah. yeah, I understand that you don't want to call attention to any sort of any sort of like you know medical problem that yeah or any media outlet that's yeah. like three thousand times cooler than you. I could see that <laughs> why you would want to do that. <laughs> job. Yeah, that's a tough one. Probably has about four hundred more followers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we at least um, have a website, for example. The, yes. Uh, yeah, whereas this has a PDF publisher site that you can read the Pretty publication cool. on online. I hate going to NewYorkTimes.com and being like, could this be like a, a placemat menu and a PDF that I could read instead? This does look like I can eat a nice steak dinner on top of it. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly, yeah. Um, in this article, it does make mention about some things that happened after the results were announced. Even after the votes were counted, the tension between the campaigns continued. The tension. At Christensen's victory celebration, business development director Kevin Duffy, Duffman, shout out, welcome, welcome the crowd to the Matheson Retirement Party. <laughs> Christensen's decision not to mention Matheson during his brief speech to supporters was not exactly the, gr- uh, the stuff gracious winners are made of. What? <laughs> really? Because I don't remember Matheson even making a speech that fucking night that was available online. And what an absolutely insane comment. <laughs> they're, they're saying he's like not magnanimous. And yeah. like he just he posted something on Facebook. Uh, John did. He didn't make a speech. He didn't think his. you know, really. Yeah, he just posted. I mean, granted, Gary had like Facebook Live and stuff, you know, and people, you know, it was election night. Everyone online was like, when is John going to concede and all this stuff? He apparently did it over a voicemail to Gary on a cell phone. Really? Yeah. Shit, I didn't hear that. And it's just like, yeah, man. Like, and you did this this little fucking partisan newspaper is going to blow his ass up and be like, oh, you know, one of his staffers said, welcome to the retirement party of the biggest asshole we've ever had to smite out in our lives. Like, it's ridiculous. Oh, boo fucking who? Like, John Matheson's going up there saying that Gary's just giving millions of dollars to his friends and shit. But, oh, oh, God forbid, uh, you know, one of his staffers says that it's great that he's retired and the mayor doesn't mention him in the speech. Like a completely non-offensive comment. Did uh, Matheson's retirement party. Oh, boy. Pretty sure Matheson didn't mention Gary in his little Facebook post either. But you're going to write an article about that? No. No. Um, John John was having a little bit of a sad online, wasn't he? So my bro Nathan Urban wrote this on his on his wall. After Matheson had his little congrats to myself for losing post. <laughs> so John Matheson's oh, birthday shit. was on election day, which oh, really shit. rocks. Oh, that's too bad. And Nathan said, I hope you had a happy birthday while you lost in all caps, <laughs> even though you dragged half of Malden through the mud and ended up in debt. Have a nice life outside of Malden politics. Take the old Boyle boys with you. Oh, shit. What a great birthday gift, honestly. And uh, the counselor, who, again, got blown the fuck out in the election, decides to reply, I honestly don't know where to begin. Don't you have any class at all? (laughs) Have you no shame, sir? You seem to be a sad person who is deeply troubled. I hope God helps you find the help Mm. you need. Nathan replied. 
Nathan replies, God couldn't even help you on your birthday. <laughs> Not sure he could do much for me either. We're both just doomed to live in Ward 3 in Malden. What a shame. Not sure how you could show your face anywhere in Malden after throwing half of the city under the bus. Best of luck in your future endeavors outside of modern politics. And uh, just to draw attention to another thing that made me very upset with John. Someone was thanking him on the thread and he replied, It's unfortunate that a new generation is addicted to social media as an attack tool. They might mature a bit if they put their phones down and try running for office. John, you're on Facebook. John, you're on Facebook and you lied like every day on it. Every day. You were so full of shit constantly, John. Not a fucking single post you made was was actually true. I'm just sorry that you got spanked so hard by your fucking social betters Mm -hmm. who know how to do the discourse. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry it's 2019. You know, we're also in our 30s. Mm -hmm. We're not 18, but, uh, you know. Yeah. I'm I'm damn near 40. (laughs) And it's just like, oh, all these young people on social media. Yeah. Wow. John, I'm... John, when did you sign up for a Twitter account again? I'm uh, I'm curious. Just uh, just all this whining. Like there was social media in the city for ten years. Boy, when these newfangled computers came about. Oh man, and all these people could just say what they wanted online. It sucks ass. Um, John a P Matheson at Malden Counselor on Twitter signed up for an account uh, on Twitter in May 2009. Mm-hmm. So he's <laughs> he's had an account for fucking ten years. And now he's whining about, about <laughs> social media. Fuck you. Oh, it's a shame that we live in a fucking world where someone running for mayor is like accountable to people who don't agree with him <laughs> and get really mad when he ignores that pretty Fuck. basic fucking reality about what his role is in our society. Fucking stupid idiot. Just an absolute ass clown of a fuck. <laughs> his Twitter banner, too, is still that uh, picture of him sitting in the middle of all the other counselors. <laughs> wow, man. Fuck. It also has Neil Cannon still in it in the background. He's seriously just like a little fancy boy who just <laughs> stumbled onto this shit, dude. He's fucking, not ready for this historical moment at all. Fucking Ponzi schoolboy. He is, dude. Like, like, what was he doing running against Gary? And then just like, oh, uh, I can, I can get all these people who were like fired by City Hall together and all these outside developers. And be mean online and get mad at podcasts. Yeah. Wow. Hey, uh, anyway, O'Boyle's. Uh, the water's fine over here, sweetie, if you want to come over to the winning party. So you guys know. Ooh, yeah. That hurt. So, Bill Maher, his, um, his show features a segment called Overtime. Okay. So, it uh, has a panel here of... Mostly old white guys with uh, one woman here. And on this particular panel is Ronan Farrow, Rick Stengel, Christina Bellantoni, Dennis Prager, and Dr. Jay Gordon. I'm glad that Dennis is there. Yeah, Dennis really adds um, certain something. Academic yeah. credibility. Definitely adds an oldness and a whiteness to this panel, for sure. Yeah. Well, we all know Prager U. Prager U, yes. Uh, um, famous university for idiots. <laughs> and he's there. Uh, its initials are PU. Kind of a dumb thing to do. I remember in fifth grade, um, one of my friends had a UMass hat, and they took the, the M off. Fuck, no way. And I was like, you are oh, a that's- fucking once-in-a-generation comedic <laughs> genius, sir. Oh, my God. 
you ass. Jared, if you're out there, God bless you, man. I knew somebody who had, um, you know, the, just wore a hat that said Cox. Especially like a game. Game the, Cox? The game Cox, yeah. But even it just, it just said Cox. Even with game in it, it's kind of a goofy ass fucking team, honestly. <laughs> uh, don't call us the Cox. We're the game Cox. So. We, who are we playing this week? The Cox. <laughs> oh. Really? Oh, oh the game Cox, though. So they're going to be very tough and going to be hard to beat. Well, yeah, I'll throw this out there. Um, name of my high school was one of Cunnet. Okay. I'm sure you can see where this is going. No. I remember one of the best days of my life was when someone took the uh, E off the end of that. And it was on our high school. And it was, you know, we had these big letters. And it was just one of Cunt. And uh, uh, third time. You know, try as I might to. Third time you said that word on the air. Well, just quoting Banksy or whoever ended up, whoever did this, you know, and try as I might, I could never get the school to honor that, but. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of cunts. Shout out Winnicott High School. Okay. Thank you. Here we are with the questions. Ronan, were you surprised that you were able to win the trust of the Black Cube agent hired by Harvey Weinstein to stalk and intimidate you? Now, you're going to have to explain what that means to folks who have... Black Cube is an Israeli private intelligence firm that touts its close connections to the Mossad. It's run by a lot of former Mossad and other Israeli intelligence and military personnel. Hey, Bill, you love that, huh? They did have a subcontractor operation where there was a Russian spy and a Ukrainian spy kind of chasing me around for a lot of the plot of catch and kill and look one of the inspiring things about these events despite all the darkness in them is time and time again there were whistleblowers who saw bad stuff happening and said enough i'm going to report it and one of those guys chasing me becomes a source how do you know when they're chasing you uh you know for a time it's sort of it's paranoia of seeing the same car over and over again seeing the same guy over and over again and then ultimately it is receipts i'm an attorney and a skeptical investigative reporter and i get all the contracts showing exactly how the operation went. And one of these guys at the heart of it was one of the many sources who stood up and said, I care about the free press. I don't want to be tracking reporters. Just being like, oh, you're going to have to explain what that is. And it's like, bro, did you read like the article or what? (laughs) Like, it's Ronan Farrow. He's like one of the most famous journalists in the world. Uh, You should probably, you're having him on your show, buddy. I know that you love Israel so much, but, mm. you know, that's weird that uh, <clears throat> Weinstein was able to weaponize. Uh, okay. Yeah. Ronan said Mossad, and he immediately got a fucking boner. He, he looked, yeah, he was like, wow, maybe these guys are on to something. <laughs> One of the craziest things in it is you describe getting all these text messages, like just dozens and dozens at a yeah. time. Like, that is not a, a way, a method I would have thought to be spied on, but now it's made me paranoid. They use my phone to track me. There's a lot of different methods, but it actually, it ties into some very high stakes issues. An Israeli company called NSO Group is one of the I mean, makers of the I when you want to get serious with this shit, you get Israelis. You know? Hey, thanks, Bill. Jesus Christ. Like four years ago, who protected me? Israelis. That's who we Uh, got. It's incredible to me that I was joking and then Bill just does it. Like, I haven't seen this clip. I was just kidding. He just does the fucking thing right there. He's like, hey, I got to tell you, if you really want to fuck up a journalist, definitely get the Israelis to do it. I'll tell you that. He's like winking to the camera, like wink, wink. Yeah. Like, just 
kind of like nodding over to Ronan. Like Ronan's here right now if you want him. <laughs> Just come and get him, okay? So insane that he felt the need to say that. To Europe to tour like four years ago. Who protected me? Israelis. That's who we got. We got fucking Israelis. That's There's not what he's talking great about. Private firms out of Israel that <laughs> That's do good work on screen. Insane. Right. No, I'm just saying. Firm, uh, didn't. I mean, I was able to you unmask know, all their agents. So I don't know if that's a ringing endorsement. <laughs> Dr. Gordon, how concerned are you about the new report that says 95% of baby food contains toxic metals? Oh boy, <laughs> it it does. I tell people to please make their own baby food. I don't trust the manufacturers of children's products, whether it's pharmaceuticals or baby food. And I, That's I worry a lot about, about the, the new vaccine. Yeah, so I just want to reflect on the fact that Ronan Farrow, again, one of the greatest journalists working now, <laughs> that was his reception, was like, oh, did you have some weirdo, like, Israeli intelligence firm track you that was, like, hired by Harvey Weinstein to antagonize people well, let me tell you something. When I was on tour in Europe four years ago, let me tell you who we got. Israelis. Yeah. Probably because they're the only people who would fucking work for you, Bill. <laughs> and then that's his take. That's his take on the whole Ronan Farrow clip there. That's it. He's just like, you know what? Israelis are pretty good at that. And then Ronan was like, well, we actually unmasked them all, so they're not that good. <laughs> and then they just moved on. Yeah, and he's like, moving on to let's, the uh, anti-vaccine yeah. pediatrician. Let's move on to the quack. <laughs> Like we got Dr. Nick here. Uh, <laughs> Inflammable means flammable. What a country. Did you go to upstairs Hollywood medical school as well, sir? <laughs> Which have taken the decision about vaccines away from parents, oh, initially boy. gave it to me, and mm. now there's going to be a government committee in California deciding whether or not you medically qualify for vaccine exemption, and those laws are going to spread across the United States unless right. we slow them down. Good. But... Why clap? And the sheep not applauding. Okay. So, uh, Did you say the rest of the sheep not applauding? Is that what I heard? Yes. Bill. Bill. Yeah, are you sure, Bill, that you want to? I mean, I, whether he meant that ironically or not. No, no, he's a vaccine skeptic. Is he really? Oh, yeah. Fuck. I'm sure that I'm sure that's why this guy is on here, to be honest. I didn't honest. think that Bill Maher could get any worse. He, he really just is an incredible asshole. Uh, yeah, like how does he put him himself across? He puts himself as a what a never Trumper. Or he used like to be a, like libertarian, and now he's kind of like centrist lib, I think, or some shit. He's like God. a boomer lib. You know what? I would hate him less if he would just say I'm just you know straight out libertarian. Yeah, being centrist lib, I hope he fucking does. He just much. wants to be cool. Fucking asshole. You got Ronan Farrow on there, and you're like, oh, let's move on to the fucking vaccine psycho. That, to me, is like, insane. Wouldn't you want to build more on that on that last bit of, like, mm -hmm. well, I un unmasked them? Yeah, hey, wow, that's really cool. That's crazy. You unmasked yeah. fucking Mossad. Here's, here's another thing we want to unmask is uh, freaking vaccines. Yeah. How baby they cause food. autism. Yeah, exactly. And how baby food causes autism. This guy's fucking inside of this guy's head looks like there's baby food. <laughs> like it looks like his brain is just sweet potato pudding. They both look like their entire brains have been <laughs> wrecked through a food processor. And the sheep not applauding. Okay. So, Fuck you. Uh, Dennis, how can you justify saying truth is not a left-wing value when Donald Trump has lied over 13,000 times since taking office? He does lie. You would agree with that. He does. Okay. <laughs> uh, 
He got him. No, no, no. That I would not say. You see, no. wait, wait. Hope he hears us. What about like when he makes so, wait, a wait, phone wait, wait, call? Wait, wait, like wait. he said he talked to Mitch McConnell, okay. and Mitch McConnell said we never had a conversation. Okay. That, 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 that president he got like him. That? So allow me to explain my comment. Okay. All right. Uh, first of all, Donald Trump is Donald Trump. Donald Trump is not right wing or or conservative. Donald Trump is Donald Trump. Okay. The left what wing. What does that mean? The left mean? wing. I'll it tell you what it means. Nothing. I'll tell you what it means. It means nothing. The left wing is infinitely larger than one person. I don't yes. choose one left wing person who tells a lie. The left wing says, I'll sure. give you gigantic lies that the United States is a racist country. This, this is a lie. Wow. This is a gargantuan lie. This is the least Wait. racist, multicultural, <laughs> multi-ethnic country in the history of the world. People just cracking up. <laughs> A country that is essentially based on racism, essentially. And built by racism. Yeah. It's just, uh, it's a huge lie, though. You also have to acknowledge well, that. I'm, I'm, that we're making this up while we say it. To quote you a couple episodes ago, I'm blackpilling before, before, <laughs> before your eyes. That these people believe it is proof to me but, about how effective lying but, but you, can be. You would, uh, this, this is an unbelievably okay, non-racist country. Have you people been to Asia? Do you people okay, know that so the Japanese yes. did not allow one Vietnamese boat person into Japan okay. because they're not Japanese? But we oh, allowed them into America. But, but, what, what, what is that? We're That's better, than, giant, the, no, we're we're better a, than the Japanese. No, we're better than everyone. Dumb argument We are less that. racist we're, than any country with many races. Okay, it is a lie. Have some that have ever been documented. Of course, there's right. I'm a oh, Jew. Okay. There are anti-Semites. In America. <laughs> there's a giant lie that America is anti-Semitic. I taught Jewish history right. at Brooklyn College. Okay. I know it. I wrote okay. two books on Judaism. Yes. This is the least anti-Semitic country Jews have ever lived in. To say America is anti-Semitic is right. a lie. To say it is racist is a lie. Okay, These we're, are we're, giant left-wing lies. We're talking about oh, degrees. Yeah. Okay. To say that men can menstruate <laughs> is a lie. Okay. Wow. Wow. We really, really left <laughs> to that one, huh, Dennis? He knows how to message. <laughs> he hits you and then he comes at you. Left wing lie. We're talking about degrees. To say that men can menstruate is a lie. And that is now, that is what is said. <laughs> yeah, wait, 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 where did that I, I never, you never heard it. Right, okay. Check it out, folks. Check it Check out. Check it out. Think, okay. Anyone who says a man wait, wait, cannot wait, wait, menstruate wait, wait. is considered transphobic. I, I, I missed this whole story. You, are you good? I did. No, tell me where, so where, where are you getting it. this? Just Google it. Can men menstruate? Who, who is saying no. this? You're who talking is about saying a very small no. percentage. Oh, really? Then how do you allow men, biological men, to run against women in, in the races in Connecticut and set all the high oh, school oh, records? Okay, I, but that's... Oh, they're, they're called men. No, no. The Nation See, magazine I wouldn't, said they're, they're, okay, they're women. Okay, but I would... That's definitely number one thing on my mind right now is uh, the high school... <laughs> Uh, track and track and field races in Connecticut because that's like the hottest it is running scene. I think they're actually discussing that at the next World Climate Summit in Helsinki. So, well, you know the uh, the sea levels are probably going to rise uh, far enough to kill about 400 million people in about 50 years, but the fucking <laughs> the fucking track and field races in Connecticut. We need to solve that issue yeah, right now. My daughter. Uh, Fucking wrecked that hundred meter, and she's not going to be usurped. I agree with you on that. The way you framed it is nonsense. What no, I what, framed it perfectly. Accurately. No, 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 you didn't. What you're talking about is yes, someone who is transgendered was a man, now claims to be a woman, is a woman, okay. 
Uh, I like the the air quotes, Bill. Thanks. Dog shit out of other women in the race because, of course, they have more muscle mass. And even Martina Navratilova came out and said, this is ridiculous. You might might as well not have women's sports. This is a far cry from saying men can menstruate. I agree. But that's not where anyone went with that that but you. Okay. At the University of Berkeley men's room, tampons are given. I mean, check. Like, Bill doesn't even know it. Obviously, if he thinks that transgender men exist, they fucking menstruate, bitch. Yeah. So, what is... I don't know what he's trying to do here. I don't know He's like, no one's claiming this. It's and it's an, like, it's, yeah, a lot of people are, and it's, it's an true. Ins- that's an insane pivot. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, I completely it, didn't expect. He just doesn't know how to handle it. He's so out of his out- league. He doesn't know how to handle this position he's in. He's just like, oh, let's get a bunch of psychos. Cal- UC Berkeley men's rooms have tampon dispensers. Would you, would you so say what? That probably because that- men are pussy whipped and their girlfriend uh, said, go get me a tampon. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. That's a, That's a much more That's logical. Okay. Really, Bill? Okay. Uh, All right. Moving on to the next. Dennis, I remember you in the old show. You were a little more reasonable. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just, uh, <laughs> That's hilarious. Say that was it unre- you, you, the, you, you said that, that we think that men menstruate yes, and yes. no one does. We no, never. No, no. Have you heard about it? Uh, I'm a doctor. I, I missed that one. I confess. And this is one of the you're, premier reporters. Missing, I mean, he knows everything. Yeah, one of the premier reporters that you just fucking glossed yeah. over. And I am Ronan looks like he wants to fucking die. In favor of a guy talking about tainted baby food and <laughs> other guy talking about t- tampons and men room, men's rooms. Ronan Farrow must think, what the fuck am I doing here? He immediately grabbed his water cup and was like, please, God, deliver hope, me from this. I hope that he takes that coffee cup and just fucking smacks <laughs> it into Bill Maher's head. And then candy falls out of his head. These, are, this, these, these people are very. He's yes. a doctor. Okay. He's one of I the would great. Make a friendly bet that you that the LGBTQ okay. normative statement is men okay. can menstruate. With North America generating most, and he's right. <laughs> he's right, and they don't know how to even <laughs> respond. It's okay, all right. Let's I, I let's let's talk about another kind of gusher with North. Jesus fucking Christ, Bill. That's awesome. Wow, this makes me want to die. <laughs> That's really sad. Where we might go. Today That's we're really sad, dude. Tomorrow, who knows? Thank you, everybody. <laughs> That's it. Wow, that makes me. If I'm running fair, I'm like, I'm never coming on this fucking show again. Yeah, I wonder why. I mean, I don't know. Did he have it? nothing else to do that day? I mean, was running Farrow just not busy? God, dude, that sucks. <laughs> that really sucked a lot. Wow, well. well. Upsetting. That was a corker. That was a corker. I'm rip shit. You nice and mad now? I'm ready to stomp. So, got some news on the presidential front. Former New York mayor, Michael Bloomberg, great guy. Really, really cool dude. Um, Sexy guy. Yeah. Seems like he's going to um, throw his yeah. hat into the presidential race, which is really needed. We really needed a guy like Bloomberg. I was upset, as I can imagine he was, watching the debates and being like, why aren't there any Republicans in the fucking Democratic <laughs> primary debates? <laughs> and, you know, I'm a billionaire. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing anything. Uh-huh. 
Let me hop in here. Yeah. Let me save America. Thank goodness. What a breath of fresh air. Ah, definitely just not the absolute perfect foil for anyone trying to bash money and its influence in our democratic process. So the greatest part is, and this is as you explained to me earlier, it's so late into the process now yeah. that if he were to enter, he'd have to skip some of the major primaries and go straight to the... um. Alabama. Let me see there. Alabama yeah. primary. Alabama. They're, they're, they're a big Bloomberg state, right? I think so. Yeah. I mean, I think it's his second most popular location after New York. And I got to say, New York, wow, he's like a frick. He's like freaking Billy Joel out he's, there. He's a rock star. Yeah. You, he can't go down to the bodega to get a freaking sandwich without people being like, Mr. Mayor. And he's like, oh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> That's just the kind of guy he is. He's a cool guy. He just chills out. He loves getting bodega sandwiches and hanging yeah. out with his friends. And like when he goes down to Alabama, he's like walking across the street. He's like, hey, I'm walking here. <laughs> and they're like, and they, oh, my gosh, it's Michael Bloomberg. I can't believe it. So do we want to listen to this MSNBC segment or not? Oh, yeah. You, we do? Oh, oh, you want to hear this real bad. Okay. So we all know that Bloomberg is going to be president. Mm-hmm. And if you want good reasons why, MSNBC slides in there hey, is this chuck todd on here too is that is oh yeah chuck todd fucking rolls doesn't he he's just a cool guy I'm just trying to get Such to the a, truth what a great replacement for tim Russert. fantastic more like tuck chod more like think about fuck it. todd ah! i went there chris wow we're gonna have to we're gonna, we're gonna have to cut this up this nope app, this app's we're going maverick guns and climate who's to his left Mm. Well, Beto, Beto was to his left okay. on guns, but he's not going to be a factor <laughs> any yeah. longer. Right? I mean, so who's to his left on climate, folks? Of, uh, well, I don't make know, an argument. Know that Bloomberg has embraced the green new. new I don't think he's embraced that. Parity. I agree. So that's one area where he actually is more to the center than, than she is. You know, in the mm-hmm. smoke-filled room, you'd say, on paper, Bloomberg has the right balance of what you want to win a broad election. Maybe not a deep election, but if you're trying to win the suburban, the ex-suburban Republican... Which, by the way, Michael Bloomberg's an ex-suburban, arguably an ex-urban Republican. What? <laughs> what really annoys me is when they're like, oh, he's not actually a Republican. And it's like, he was... What are you fucking talking about? <laughs> it's like, well, what do you think a Republican is? I'm glad that he hates soft drinks and hates guns because he's the mayor of fucking New York City. Okay. Arnold Schwarzenegger was also worried about climate change. Are we going to say he wasn't a mm, Republican? Yeah. I don't know. It's just goofy, dude. Now they're trying to pretend he's been a Democrat the whole time. He like, if I, I might be wrong. He switched parties, I think, to speak at the convention for Hillary. I think and that, right. that brought the freaking house down. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, I'm doing it again. Yeah. And who's the president now? Oh, wait, not Hillary. Yeah, it wasn't Hillary. Yeah, no, yeah. Hillary missed it by a little bit, huh? He, he's worried that they're not going to do exactly the same thing again, so he has to hop on. Fuck, we're so fucked. We are fucked. And at the same time, you care about these core progressive issues like guns uh, and climate. It, 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 it ain't just somebody buying an election. No, I'm trying to think these are not Michael core progressive the values. In Western Pennsylvania. I know what you're thinking. The suburbs of Michigan, the Michigan suburbs, the Ohio suburbs, the Wisconsin suburbs. By the way, there's only one money made for him. Huh? It's the same running mate Joe Biden has to pick, and it's the same money made Pete Buttigieg, Pete Buttigieg has to pick. It's Stacey Abrams, by the way. There's nobody else that you, Bloomberg can match up with if he someone got this nomination. 
I can't possibly think of two more opposite people. And like you're already like wondering who he's gonna VP pick. Like you're a fucking loser, Chuck Todd. Is Chuck Todd really the top of the line NBC fucking political commentary? It's really fucked. Yeah, I mean he's on Meet the Press, right? Halfway. Yeah, he took over for Tim Russell. Yeah, I just can't believe that this is the top tier commentary on on NBC. Like, how did you not hear the Bloomberg thing and be like, "LOL"? How can no. you? Yeah. Why are you taking it seriously? I think that he's got the stuff to be in a, not just a deep election, but a broad election. Like, what the fuck does that, what the fuck does that mean? And a, what is a deep election? <laughs> and what's a broad election? Yeah, that, I did not know. I didn't know what he meant by that, actually. And, you know, all right. Uh, <laughs> well, right? It's perplexing. Yeah, no, I was kind of like, what does that mean? And I tried to maybe figure out what he meant and was like, nah, I don't know. <laughs> no, yes. I don't know. When you when you look, not to get partisan, when you look at MSNBC and the coverage of Bernie and shit, it's so... I guess I haven't seen any, you know, it's anecdotal, but so disparaging, so dismissive. And this, like, random billionaire is like, oh, real. And they're like, oh my gosh, who should he pick as VP? He's just like, what are you... What is happening? Uh, and I like how Chuck Todd's uh, big point was, and he ain't trying to buy an election. <laughs> like, oh, really? You don't? Yeah. Think, you don't think so, huh? <laughs> yeah, no, he's just a Joe American popping in. Yeah. <laughs> just, uh, just Joe Sixpack <laughs> sliding right in. Yeah, you know. Just a Joey bag of donuts there. <laughs> not a billionaire who's afraid of being taxed, who is so afraid of being taxed, is the most frightening thing he can fucking think of happening that he is compelled to run for president that's not your fucking angle is it chuck like it's not just some guy bored out of his mind Mm. thinking you know what yeah maybe i could try this out see how it works i think he's genuinely threatened i think because he's been like teasing that he might run like the whole time but no really oh yeah like so does he think that it maybe it worked for trump and it can work for me too or is it I've seen some tweets where people are like, oh my gosh. And they'll, like, it's some screenshot of a TV show where it's like Mike Bloomberg's wealth versus Trump's. And I think Bloomberg is like 70 billion and Trump is like 3 billion, if even that. And they're like, Trump is going to hate this. <laughs> and it's like, Trump hates it when, like, a woman doesn't fuck him. You know what I mean? He does. Yeah, it's yeah. documented. No, oh my gosh, like Trump's going to be so mad. Definitely get an even richer, more out of touch psycho to challenge Trump. Awesome. Peter Pete Buttigieg has to pick. It's Stacey Abrams, by the way. Like, there's nobody else that you, Bloomberg can match up with if he's someone got this nomination than Stacey Abrams. All right, silence. thanks, Chuck. Why? Deafening silence. I think he has to have a person of color. Yeah. Huh? I think he needs a diversity on the ticket, person of color, no? Uh, I, I don't know what he would need. I'm just trying to think of uh, Bloomberg selling nationally in the nitty gritty of the key swing places. Maybe he can. Or Maybe. I, look, I didn't think New York Mayor. That's, that's the classic cop out answer too. Is that you know? Maybe he can. Like I remember Chris one time you saying to me, like <laughs> yeah. when I was talking about my Twitter suspension, <laughs> where I was like, you know. There's nowhere in the rules that says that you can't call somebody a mean name. And you're just like, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, maybe that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the polite way to say, actually, you fucking idiot. <laughs> that's not true. 
So whatever you hear, well, maybe that's true. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Hmm, interesting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> that they didn't have the one rule they should probably have. <laughs> that's crazy. Also, just 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 as a just as an aside, another hilarious hilarious comment from you that we sort of breezed over. Was, I was like, you know, if I didn't say stroke one out, and you're just like, yeah, if you did a completely different tweet, that would actually be that would actually worked out. Oh, folks, we're funny. Yeah, you should have just told the president to jack it out. <laughs> Like, Mr. President, I can tell you're a little frustrated. Well, you know, I mean, he's a little tense. And, is, yeah. yeah, he's a little tense. You know, maybe that would help him feel a little better, right? Yeah, the golden toilet. <clears throat> Just trying to help. New York City, but I thought that was a problem for Trump. Like, I think we all thought New York City doesn't sell in America. And yet, what were the two nominees? Well, Trump was, was, Trump was, the, candidate. Trump was the candidate from Trump's The Apprentice. The, he wasn't yeah. the candidate from New York. I, I, I just think the New York And the guy thing, that talks their language, right. which Michael Bloomberg doesn't. Right. No, but I do think that. I don't. I don't think that's going to be as problematic. I think as it Republicans could have been even a decade. No, Republicans are ready to hit him on the two issues you just said, right? Climate and guns. They're going to paint him as Elizabeth Warren. He is that extreme, is what they're going to say. Sure, but Elizabeth Warren's going to paint him as as a closet right winger. So in some ways, he's going to be. He could be bookended well. As a closet right wing. Before we get to the general, though, there is the primary. And you, when you think about Bloomberg's entry in relationship to the Democratic primary rules. Yeah. Why are they treating this as if it's going to happen? The right's going to hit him from uh, from these blah, blah, blah. These are, they're not going to because he's not going to be in this fucking race. Stop. My bet is that they've been grooming media sympathy privately for a long time because he's been flirting with it. Ah. Uh, I bet they've been getting all these reporters amped up with their takes about, oh, what, what, what you know, you know, he's he's pretty progressive actually, and he's not actually a Republican. And uh, but the thing is, I don't think he's stupid like Trump. So I feel like he must have some kind of strategy here that is really. I can't imagine a strategy is just be like ignore all the elections until <laughs> Super Tuesday. The last person I can remember trying that strategy was Giuliani, and he was waiting until Florida, and he didn't even make it, because he just get crushed. If you don't win Iowa or New Hampshire, or at least South Carolina... Was that post-America's mayor? It was 2008, I think he ran for oh, okay. Pence, right? Okay. I remember 2008, there was like a bunch of weirdos, right? Fred Dalton Thompson, right? Running, yeah, dude. Who was, <laughs> you know... Like, I remember him. Uh, on Law and Order guy. <laughs> yeah, he was good on Law and Order. <laughs> I was like, fuck. We should arrest the murderer. It's like, fuck, fuck, this guy. <laughs> this guy's actually a right-wing psycho. Fuck. In 2008, yeah, that was yeah. a lot of stuff, huh? Yeah. That that was a wild, yeah. Yeah, good times, huh? Not really. No. <laughs> Just a no. core show after the others, so... Well, you did get to talk to John McCain, so... Can I finish? Uh, so you, normally when I'm asked a question, I can finish. <laughs> How do you think he'd do on Double Dare? He would do very good, huh? <laughs> don't, don't, don't throw me. Don't, don't throw me, Megan. Okay. I, I, can do the, I can do the monkey bars. No, stop. <laughs> flag's like right above his head, and he just... He just <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I want to go down the slide with you, Megan. <laughs> this robotic voice he's got. <laughs> he does kind of like uh, certainly a parody, but he's always kind of been like. Rah, 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 oh, rah. I thought McCain was right here in, us at the, in the studio. With me. <laughs> well, I yeah, wish I me, wish he was. Yeah, me fooled. Oh, really? You oh, ever? That, uh, you ever? Pretty bad. He, he'd stink pretty bad. I think after a year. You ever, uh, you ever listen to the Beach Boys, Mike? Uh, no. Oh, I get it. You see, you changed around a word in the song to be like bomb and Iran. Well, uh, yeah, you know, I'd really like to bomb Iran. Uh, I think, uh, you know, I, you know, we bomb Vietnam and that went well for me. And mm. That did go well for you, didn't it? Well. This yeah. is a straight talk express. Yeah. Show me what happens when uh, a team gets a touchdown. <laughs> John. Let's say you're a referee in an NFL game <laughs> and someone hits a, the extra point. What do you do, John? What would you do to signify that the extra point was good? Well, I'm uh, uh, sorry, John. We're going to have to let you go. <laughs> John, that's really not good. <laughs> employee counseling session <laughs> yeah uh john so, uh we noticed that uh you're not raising your arms above your head uh really would have thought you would have done the most basic and recognizable of referee gestures in a football game but okay <laughs> that even my mom knows what it means but you can't do that okay during a really like close play you know it's like, <laughs> It's like the last play in the friggin' uh, Patriots and Falcons game, you know? <laughs> Man, they did it. And he just like he just like lifts his forearms up like <laughs> up to his waist level, and like the crowd is like looking around confused, like what? What is like, that? Pass interference? What? He's just like trying. I don't understand. He's just like these like these like a T Rex arms, just like trying to throw them up. <laughs> then another ref has to come in and just like do the actual the actual touchdown. Don't let them over my head. I'm gonna. <laughs> It is kind of like that uh, man embarrassed me. <laughs> it's kind of uh, what's his name's impression of Bob Dole a little bit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm totally spacing on his name, but you know who it is. Is that Norm McDonald? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Which that's also your impression of uh, Kurt, uh, Kurt Eichenwald, too. <laughs> man. This <laughs> is uh, my Bob. Yeah, his Bob Dole impression was all my impressions. Well, you also did so that that impression is is like a Swiss Army knife for you because, yeah, last episode you did that for McCain mm. and you also did it for Kurt Eichenwald, <laughs> like, and now Man. it's now it's Bob Dole. It really is like the fucking Leatherman of impressions. <laughs> it's just it's just very Man. robotic and yeah, Man. very guttural. Man. Well, I just, just picture like Red Foreman, like he's <laughs> just, just a sneering asshole. Yeah, this Bill Clinton is no good. I don't trust him one bit. <laughs> I don't know the American people don't either. Bob Dole doesn't trust him, I'll tell you that. Meh. Meh. And the Penguin and Batman Returns, meh. <laughs> I do Viagra commercials, meh. You're going to tell me that I don't know Bob oh, Dole doesn't have a rush. I forgot meh. about that. You know, it's a little embarrassing to talk about ED, but it's so important to millions of men and their partners that I decide to talk about it publicly. You're going to tell me that Bob Dole doesn't have thick, meaty, oh, healthy erections, man? That I don't pound Elizabeth Dole's pussy with my huge wiener? You're going to tell me that? Man, man, man. You think you, think you would have done those commercials if he was president, Mike? Or, 
Interesting that he Ugh. chose that path. God. Elizabeth, pull your panties down. We're going to have a fun time now. <laughs> and that's Bob Dole singing. It's not me, so it's different. Liz, it's time, for <laughs> a pum- time to pummel that pussy. <laughs> Why don't you Man. show me my property? <laughs> And again, it's about Jesus Christ. It, you know? I don't know. Like that's not how my relationships are, but I can only imagine what the spokesman for Viagra's life is like. Elizabeth Dole just like crying and he's just <laughs> partying with all these groupies, you know. And she's well, like, "You used to love me, Bob." And he's like, "Yeah, I got interns now. I'm banging them with Viagra." <laughs> <laughs> all these interns, I want Bob Dole. <laughs> I can't help that they want Bob Dole, Liz. You just have to accept it. Now we're gonna. <laughs> I love the visual. <laughs> don't 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 go on the bus for a couple hours because we're we're gonna be doing <clears throat> sex stuff. Mm. Yes, I'm Bob Dole doing sex stuff doing to people sex. I shouldn't do. It's gonna be some butt stuff in here. <laughs> if I can. If I can. So uh. that's what. We're making fun of Bob Dole there, but I feel like that's what would happen. How do we get on to Bob Dole? I forgot. Impressions. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Meh. Meh. We still got some voicemails, Chris. Oh, we do have voicemails. We have voicemails. Uh, Would you like to listen to them? Let's hear the voicemails, Mike. Hey, man, I got a large pepperoni with extra cheese. Hey, can you get a large pepperoni with my fucking ass? <laughs> Go to fucking hell. Chris. Don't call me with that shit. Chris. Don't call me with that bullshit. Chris. Can I get a large pepperoni? Yeah, up your freaking <laughs> your wiener. Fuck. When I find it, yeah. That's gonna hurt. Yeah, dude. Call back and let me know how it fucking that's, tasted. That's, that's, that's out of line. It. Nah, you, you let me know how it tasted. That's out of line, Chris. What's the next one? <laughs> Hi, um, I was just uh, looking at your quote on a Marvel top, <clears throat> or um, I mean, I'm not sure if you guys like see this specifically. <clears throat> Probably just getting special effects. Um, I was looking to get like a Marvel top on um, on my uh, on my uh, on my uh, toilet, and um, so I mean, I know it sounds dumb, but you know, like some people, you know, when they go to the back, they like to face away. Mm. From the toilet. For me, um, you know, I like to like face towards it. Really see what I'm doing, you know, my arms and elbows on the little pop or little pop. And then um act like you know, tinker stinker time. Anyways, you know, some people think it's like really difficult because you gotta take your pants all the way off to get on there. But um I'm wondering if people can call us with better phones. Yeah, if someone could actually use a uh, phone from this century to call us, yeah. that'd be great. Uh, yeah. yeah, not like absolutely. a Blackberry or something. <laughs> like, yeah, are you calling us from literally the top of a fucking telephone pole that you're repairing right now? Boom. Calling, yeah. Got him. Uh, got him. Yeah, okay. All right, here's call, a, call us from a freaking uh, phone. Here's the uh, last voicemail. Okay. 
Hello, this is Sarah, and I'm leaving a message for this podcast. And my message is that Mike G is great, and only Mike G. And uh, thank you very much, Beth. That was a good voicemail. No, I was definitely setting up a dab while you were playing that, but I feel like... Do you want to hear it again? No? This is Sarah, and I'm leaving a message for this podcast. Mm -hmm. And the message is that Mike Mike. G is great, and only Mike G. And uh, thank you very much, Beth. I think she was pretty clear. She said, Mike G is great, and only Mike G. I thought she was pretty clear there. Can we turn on the mics for a second? <laughs> no. So this is all on the record. That's oh, okay. That's all right. No. No. What are you doing? What time is it right now? <laughs> it's 3.24. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. No problem. <laughs> Let's see what Sarah's up to. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Sarah's probably sleeping. Oh, boy. <laughs> Uh-oh. That's a shame. Little Sarah had a very funny joke to make. (laughs) Sarah, please. This was not me. You fucked up, Sarah. Now it's time to pay the piper. I'm leaving a message, buddy. She's fucking awake. Of ringing for a while. Uh, did not answer. I can't even leave a voicemail. So that's less less funny than I hoped. Okay. Well, <laughs> Chris, you didn't care for that message. You know, if Sarah had answered, mm-hmm. what would you have said? I would have said. Hey, Sarah, it's the pizza guy. Um, I have the bucket of shit you ordered. I would have hung up. And then she's going to be like, why was that a threat? And I'd be like, yeah, it was. Like, big time. You don't call into the show and just ice me. You don't do that. You don't do it on my show, Mike. I'll tell you that right now. She thought she was being pretty funny, huh? So that was a little funny joke. I mean, that was pretty funny. No! Call in. Oh, oh, I like one guy. I like one guy on the show. He's great. Only him. Very funny. What a funny little joke to make. From a funny little person. That's what I think. Yeah, she's wild. You didn't think that was funny? Mike, why are you putting the exit music on? Just when my rant is taking off. I'm scared for my life. That's why. You should be. You should be. Uh, Did Sarah just get me killed? Is that what it is? As soon as this theme ends, you're just gonna you're just gonna let loose. It seems kind of like you guys were in cahoots there, and I'm wondering, whoa. are you in cahoots? Oh, whoa! That yeah, is a serious because, uh, a- that is a serious accusation. I've not. Been- That's pretty scandalous. It's pretty it's pretty pretty wild, actually. That's my Norman Finkelstein impression. Like now he goes on to fantasy number two. <laughs> Oh, Sarah, that's fun that you did that. Sarah, I appreciate it. Yeah, it's funny. Mike, Mike's lawyers made me say it, it was very funny that you, you left that message. <clears throat> yes, my lawyer, uh, John P. Matheson Esquire. What? That would be a twist. That would be. If 
if John Matheson was your lawyer? Mm-hmm. Different one. Oh. Yeah. Because John P. Matheson is the one with the ties with P on him. Isn't that great that his middle initial is P? Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Oh, did we cover that? Sorry. No, I don't think we did, but I mean, it's... Yeah, I do also. You don't get a lot out of this world sometimes, you know? Sarah, I'm going to find out (laughs) where you're at and I'm going to talk this out. Uh, Sarah, I appreciate the... um Message and if you want to leave me a message, it's a one eight three three soy boys. Yeah, he means nine one one, sir. Viagra. <laughs> <laughs>